0: Welcome to the Movie Buff Bros Podcast, Episode 2. Troy, we are back.
1: I am back, and we are so excited to be here with you today, bringing you our second episode of our weekly,
0: bi-weekly, who knows how often, podcast (laughs) about movie news. Right. All we know is that when there's movie news, we gotta get on the mics. Oh, for sure. Troy... I don't we've had a lot of movement in the last week since we posted our last podcast. The podcast is now on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. It's on podcasts everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The the audience is real.
1: Yes. It's everywhere. Is everyone listening to it? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But it's available. But we'll available. get there.
0: <laughs> and if I learned anything in my economics class, it's flood the market with supply. The demand will go.
1: Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's econ 101. That's first day shit. Simple.
0: Simple. Now, Troy, I don't mean... This is the second episode, so I don't mean to throw you a curveball right away, but...
1: You're going to anyway.
0: I think we should move into TV talk. Just slightly. Okay. Dip our toes. Because Just for a little bit. Inter- Dude, I
1: we're not a movie podcast. We're an entertainment podcast.
0: Yeah. And if something comes up in the wrestling world, you bet we're going to cover it. Oh, we will. Right. We will. <laughs> we'll talk
1: about some sports entertainment.
0: Good. So we're dipping our toes a little bit into the TV world because the, the main entertainment story this week has been Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So... I don't want to go too deep into the the spoilers. No, I don't want to go too deep into the episode, but I do want to say this. They fucked your boy, Jamie Lannister, so bad. So bad.
1: <laughs> so I heard. So I'm, I've heard.
0: I'm of the mind everything else is okay. Like, there is some questionable stuff with Daenerys and her mm-hmm. character arc. But I'm kind of saying, like, we all knew she was headed this way. And so when she starts burning everyone alive, you're like, huh, crazy lady with a dragon. That kind of makes sense. Right.
1: The but, daughter of the Mad King is kind of wild and crazy? Okay, <laughs> right.
0: Who would have guessed? Like, even yeah, a casual fan is, is, like, looking at the comments and being like, yeah, you idiots didn't see this coming. But, and I thought the rest of the episode was fun, entertaining, cool, Mm -hmm. very visually impressive um, with all the CGI, the men burning alive, the dragons, like very impressive. Right. The one thing that they screwed up was your boy, Jamie Lannister. He he had this full arc. And I I, I know you're not like a big Game of Thrones fan.
1: I'm on season five.
0: Yeah, right. But he had this massive arc where he's like a really shit dude in the beginning and then kind of gets his redemption and right mm-hmm. at the end here as he's about to slam dunk and just be the hero we all want him to be, no. he starts thinking with his dick again and it's like, come on, man. Come <laughs> on. So that that's all I'm going to say. I, I, You know, a little spoilery, but I feel like Game of Thrones is different than movies where like, Right. If it's Sunday night and the episodes aired, spoilers are on. Like, yeah, you got to come correct. during the
1: during during airing. People are totally. live tweeting this.
0: You got to be there. You got to be watching it live. You got to turn the Twitter off. Get into it, right? And that's the that's the difference
1: between like TV and like a movie is because movie you try to avoid spoilers right. because you you're not pulling your phone out and live tweeting during you're watching of the avengers in right. the theater cuz right. you can't but with a tv you're sitting on the couch at home no one's going to yell at you if you have your phone on full volume full blast yeah you know
0: firing off tweets all day yeah and that's people's favorite pastime no doubt so oh, for sure Troy the spoiler conversation that's that's my rant on game of thrones i think what i'm going to do is for those of you that are interested i'm going to put a episode 5 uh, review on the podcast. So wherever you're listening to this, check it out in a couple days. I'm going to put my thoughts once I kind of sort them through. I'll talk through the whole episode for those of, of us that mm-hmm. are hardcore fans. We'll have a little catharsis and get ready for the finale.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, so Troy, on the topic of spoilers, our yes. our podcast does not have a ton of fans.
1: But No, we do not.
0: one potential fan has asked me, under no circumstances can we talk about Avengers Endgame during this podcast. So, no more spoilers, we're, we're, we're going to take one episode off, so now fine. is your time, Now's your time, go see Avengers this week. After that, we're back on.
1: Right. How do you feel it's about it? It's on like that? Donkey Kong after that. That's fine, I kind of want to know who it is, but it's fine.
0: I'll tell you after the pod. And okay. he knows who he is. He's listening to this right now, and he, he knows exactly who he is. But we'll take all the fans we can get. Uh, right. We'll we'll talk about any subject as long as you listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, I've never said no to a fan.
0: Right. <laughs> cool. All right, Troy, diving into movie news. The It 2 trailer dropped this week. Very creepy. Very dark. Um, yeah. You did you see the original it? Not the
1: original. I never watched the miniseries. But the most recent that, one. Yes, okay. I saw. I saw the first one that came out in 2017.
0: Yeah. So I've never seen that movie. What did you think about that movie and then this trailer?
1: Yeah. So I I'm not a big scary movie guy. I kind of shy away from them. I just don't like it. Yeah. But um. It, for some reason, my friends talked me into going, obviously, and so me being a movie guy, it looked really good, all the trailers and everything like that, so I was like, why not? It was a great movie, it was a great scary movie, it was creepy, it had those jump scares that, you know, you always get in a horror film, and the performances by all these child actors were phenomenal, they we totally able to carry a movie just like the Stranger Things kids. And I know we had a couple crossovers right. uh, between, a, between one or two of them. Uh, but they were able to, you know, put on this cr- crazy good performance. And how the movie flowed and went about it, it was just a really, really well done, put together movie. And nice. so I'm looking forward to Chapter 2 now because of that.
0: Yeah, so what did you think of this trailer? Did it live up to your expectations? Because uh just for those of you who haven't seen it, the it is split into two parts. So one of the parts, mm-hmm. the first part that came out a couple years ago was based on uh this group of kids um and the second part is based on them as adults so they kind of come back.
1: 27 years later. I oh believe.
0: wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what did you think of the second trailer? Um, the second, er, yeah, the, the trailer for chapter two, I thought it was a good trailer. I mean, it did what a scary movie trailer should do where it's like, oh, like it, you know, it just makes it kind of uneasy the whole time throughout the, throughout the trailer. But, um, and it had like a lot of nods to, uh, the first movie. So that was cool. Um, it got me in. I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. I'm you really only saw Bev, um who's the just played by Jessica Chastain. Right. Um you really only saw her. She only had she had majority of the screen time um just with kind of flashes of the other the other members of the Losers Club. Uh but I'm in. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch this movie. All
0: right. Cool. I mean, I was out on the first one. I'm out mm-hmm. on the second one. The story is interesting to me because of the time jump, and I love. Like, I think that's a very clever way to tell, like, especially a horror story like this. Um, But I'm not a scary movie guy. I'll let you do it. I'll let you review it for the pod. Um, (laughs) Okay, that that would be good
1: enough. I think. I I think you would like it though, even if you're not like a scary movie guy. If you can like sit down and get through it, you would like it.
0: Yeah, it's got potential, I'm not going to lie, and it's got Bill Hader, who I like, mm-hmm. and I think I would love to see him in, like, kind of a uh, serious role, which I'm assuming this is, um, right. so who knows, who knows, maybe I'll find my way there eventually, i got to watch the first one first.
1: Agreed, agreed.
0: Cool. Troy, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, a-, a movie we watched endlessly in the 90s. Yes is getting a sequel. And you might say, whoa, 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 Justin, it has a sequel. Honey, I shrunk the kids too. Honey, I shrunk the adults. Honey, I shrunk the whatever. is it, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they make the baby (laughs) super big? Yeah. That that movie went from, like, funny to campy in, like, two seconds. Oh, yes. But they're rebooting it because in 2019... No IP is safe. Everything no, none. is ready to get mined. So, it's like
1: Oprah handing out reboots.
0: <laughs> right. You get a reboot. You get a reboot. Everybody gets a reboot. Sequel featuring your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this joins a long line of, of like reboots and, and stuff that I don't think anyone's really asking for. The first of which was like the female Ghostbusters, um, right. Ocean's 8. Although uh-huh. I really liked Ocean's 8 for what it was. but Never saw um, it. You know, it's just all these kind of rebooted things. Um, well, And they're that,
1: doing Ghostbusters again.
0: Wow. Well, of course. If it doesn't work, <laughs> try try again. Soon we'll be seeing Caddyshack rebooted. And, and kind of they'll start mining all of our favorite comedies. But, Troy, for Honey, I Shrunk the Kid sequel, what are your first thoughts? They have only really announced that they're doing it and that Josh Gad is going to be mm-hmm. the main character. Right. So
1: I I mean it that's one of those movies where I haven't watched it since, you know, the VHS, you yeah. know. I haven't watched it past the year 2000. So I don't I don't have a real affinity for that franchise, I guess if you want to call it. Sure. Um And, you know, if they want to reboot it and do it again and make it look probably better with today's CGI, because I think they can, I mean, look at Ant-Man. I mean, it's, you know, basically going to be the same premise.
0: It's pretty much the same movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honey, honey, I shrunk Paul Rudd.
0: Yeah, they should have just cast Paul Rudd and been like, he loves being small in these movies. (laughs) Dude,
1: that would be so perfect if they did that. (laughs) If Paul Rudd doesn't jump on this movie, I will be disappointed in him.
0: Agreed. I I would love that. Who cares about this stupid movie? I mean, I'll see Mm it. I think it will be fine. But this is not something anyone's going to break the doors down for. Troy, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Disney sequel. I guess they're milking more money, although Disney definitely doesn't need it especially after Avengers. <laughs> yeah. A movie that they do own, that they just newly acquired from Fox, is canceled. And I, I, I feel sad, Troy, because I think this is something me and you are both into. The Gambit movie is donezo. All
1: right, I'm going to stop you right there because my war with the Gambit movie has been pretty public. Uh-oh. I, every time this movie got delayed lost the director, you know, got pushed back, rewritten, I swear it added like five years to my life. I don't know (laughs) why, but I loved every second of this movie being in development hell and never coming out for for some reason. This is the movie that I just love to hate and just had a vendetta against for no reason. Like, it's an X-Men movie, but it's going to be stupid. Right. And Channing Tatum's in it, which is going to be weird. Yeah. And so I just loved every second of it getting delayed. I wanted it just to be delayed forever. Always be <laughs> talking about. But they finally came down with the axe, and I felt like Thanos when he got the last
0: Infinity Stone. You know, yeah. when he puts it on there, he's like, ah! That was me when I read that news. <laughs> you felt the power. Yes. You were into it. Yes. Ah, oh, man. I know. This movie has pretty much defined development hell. I mean, it Mm -hmm. probably started the rumors in, like, 2012, and it's just been years and years and years of them saying, like, can't wait to see Gambit, Channing Tatum's attached. He's working on his Cajun accent.
1: (laughs) He's even looked into directing the movie
0: himself. Oh, that's when I knew it was in trouble. (laughs) They're like, we're bringing in star director Chandy Tatum to direct himself in this X-Men movie. I'm like, I am out.
1: God bless America.
0: Yeah. I think this movie was purely inspired by Deadpool. I think they saw an opportunity to kind of capitalize on what Deadpool did. Gambit's not as interesting. He doesn't have a big of a fan base. and
1: He's a dumb character. Yeah. Dude. He's got dumb powers. He charges everything with kinetic energy and just throws
0: it. Right. That's his power. Very ambiguous power. I was never sure as a kid. Because, Troy, to take you back into the memories of my childhood, that X-Men video game, the arcade game that everyone yes. played, it was like X-Men versus... Marvel or something, or X-Men Marvel versus, versus Capcom. Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom. I was always Gambit in that. It was, like, Gambit, the Hulk, and then you needed to have, like, uh, a faster character, like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I loved Gambit in that, because he had his playing cards. I just had no idea what his power was. Right. It's like, oh, he's just throwing cards that explode. Yeah. Cool, I guess. Although <laughs> I will say, I'm sure some executive at Fox just, like, Got promoted and promoted and promoted because of the stupid Gambit movie, and they're like, "Wow, this is great! Like, you get a promotion." It's like he's now he's sitting on the board of directors at Fox, like, "Hey, what movies have you produced?" And he's like, "Well, got the Gambit movie. It's developed. Yeah, I, I got a lot on my plate. I'm
1: working on the Gambit movie. We're doing our, we're doing our third rewrite in the past twelve months.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. The first, the first draft was written in Cran by Ch- Ch- Channing Tatum." <laughs> <laughs> well troy i i hate to bring down the mood here unfortunately just like the gambit movie died uh we had another death in the movie industry god damn it
1: i hate I you for that
0: i, I know that, hate was bad, you for that, that was a bad one but i, that I just i accidentally put them right next to each other and i freaking knew this was gonna happen but, can
1: can we like segue into like talking about like the box office this weekend or something?
0: No. Like, no, no The order of the, the things are the order of the things. So, the rundown is the rundown. <laughs> you gotta move you gotta move down it. Should we have started of this? Maybe. But you know, we're learning as we go. Episode two problems. Probably. So Troy, We'll figure it out maybe. Yeah. Peter Mayhew died and it was it was this week or the week before. Yeah. Kind of sad. I mean, he was fairly old, definitely Mm -hmm. in poor health. I think he and the producers of Star Wars kind of saw that coming. But Mm -hmm. Peter Mayhew was Chewbacca in every Star Wars movie except The Last Jedi. That was the official handoff. I
1: think, like, ever since The Force Awakens, they've been splitting the role. Where Peter Mayhew would do a lot of the the, the not-action stuff.
0: Right. When, he, when
1: Chewie's yeah. just kind of s- sitting, standing, you know, in the Millennium Falcon, that kind of stuff was him. Yeah. But the taking out Stormtroopers was the new kid, the Yun- Jonas. Eunice.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's sad because, obviously, anytime a celebrity that had a big impact on a, a series that you love dies, it's sad. But, um, right. you know, I... Unfortunately, I think they kind of saw it coming, made the replacement, and kind of moved forward. I think his legacy is pretty well cemented, though. I mean, Chewie is one of the most iconic characters in any movie. Um, right. And that voice is, like, recognizable from a mile away. So, um, R.I.P. Peter Mayhew, um, mm-hmm. you know... We will forever be doing impersonations of your Chewie. Uh, we'll never forget you. Can, is... can we hear yours? Can we hear yours? Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you're never doing that again. You are never doing that good. again. Uh, our dad <laughs> most famously has the best Chewie impression. He does all the, all the Star Wars characters R2 D2, Darth Vader, Chewie's best. Yoda. All right, Troy. And to round out our news segment, again, we're back to the happy. Uh, Jumanji has a sequel, and they just wrapped filming. Yeah. So you were very complimentary, and you can check out this review right now on MovieBuffBros dot com. Um, you were very complimentary of the first Jumanji. I saw it. I thought it was good. Um, a little. I, I get sick of the Kevin Hart shtick. But The Rock, as always, was good. I love Karen Gillum. Um, Jack Black was kind of a scene stealer for me. Agreed. You loved it. You ranked it very high. I think four out of five. So what's your excitement level for the new Jumanji?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I don't necessarily know if we needed a second one. But it did amazing in the box office because it came out late December around Christmas time. And it ha- had nothing to like February to get in its way. So uh, made a lot of money. It was a lot of fun. People liked
0: it. Yeah, I mean, this is another thing where it's like we were talking about with Honey I Shrunk the Kids. It's a reboot. Um, they did mm-hmm. it in a cool way where they kind of tweaked the premise where it's like a video game instead of a board game.
1: Yeah, and they kind of made it. They kind of made it where the old board game morphed into. Right, the the video game now, and so it's all kind of, they're all connected, I mean, pretty loosely, but I think it's still pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and they did a nice job of kind of tweaking the lore a bit to make it funny and relevant and a little more Mm -hmm. comedy-centric, because if you see the original Jumanji, it's a comedy sorta, but it's pretty dark at places and kind of scary. Yeah. Like, I mean... I can handle it now. But as a kid.
1: I'm glad you can watch it now. and
0: Not cry. You. Thank you. But yeah, you know, it wasn't really like a straight up comedy. And then when they did this reboot, they really amped that portion up. Especially with Jack Black playing like a girl the whole time. I I thought it was a funny choice. Right. And I, I think Jack Black was probably one of the, the only actors who could have
1: pulled that off and made yeah. it funny. You know? I mean, it. Everyone else kind of would have overdone it, but he did it so subtly right. that it surprisingly worked, and it was funny and enjoyable the whole time. You know, it didn't get old or campy.
0: Right. I'm okay with this. Like, whatever. The first one was enjoyable, so I'll I'll be there for the second one. That's how you win me over. Um, and the Rock. I mean, you mm-hmm. like it's almost like an American rite of passage. You got to go see any movie the Rock's in. All right, Troy. Now, the segment everyone's been waiting for, the coming soon. Uh, only two movies on deck for this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. week is a little bit more packed. Obviously, we have Aladdin coming down the pike. We have some other movies that are getting a little bit of uh, Sundance attention and, and some maybe even Oscar noise this early in the year. But Kind of crazy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, this week... We're looking at John Wick three, which we talked about last week, so we won't belabor the point. But it's at a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomato. This is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, this is insane. Um, the 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 love it's getting. I mean, all of these movies have gotten a ton of praise and love right. for the for the action and you know and the type of movie that it is. But to be in, sitting at a ninety eight percent, we. Me and my roommate Christian, we read, like, the one negative review, and it was just talking about how disassociated, you know, John Wick seemed from all the violence and how he showed no remorse and all
0: that. Oh, that's nonsense. Of course. Like,
1: that was the negative thing. It was like.
0: Has he not seen the first one or the second one? And now exactly. he's, he's sitting in the third? He's like, I don't know anything about this John Wick thing, but he seems pretty desensitized to violence. <laughs> like, Yeah, dude, he's killed like probably 3,000 people. That, on screen. Yeah, on all screen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so. Again, pretty impressed with that. That will get me into the theaters because I really enjoyed the first one. Never saw Mm -hmm. the second one, but the third one kind of came and snuck up on me, and now I'm intrigued. Right, right. Um, Dude, watch the the second one
1: tonight, man.
0: Yeah, maybe I will. I think that's – it's on cue. So I will be seeing that sooner rather than later, and if you want to hear my thoughts on it, stay right here. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Be a fan. You know, share it with your friends. Five stars on um, iTunes. A little peer pressure. never hurt. Of Get the audience going.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the, the last movie we're going to talk about in the coming soon, there's some indies and stuff, but nothing I was familiar with, um, is A Dog's Journey. And Troy, I don't need to tell you, this is something my girlfriend's excited about, but course. she may be the only one. Uh, this movie Probably. is for moms on Mother's Day. Who own dogs? That is the that's the specific audience for this movie,
1: and it's for women in their thirties who never had a real child on Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's about a dog or some sort who has an owner, and it's from the dog's perspective, and it's supposed to be cute. I'm sure it is if you're into that stuff. But Des um, Quaid, isn't it? Oh God, is that Des no Quaid? Dog- yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I like saw the trailer like the first 10 seconds on YouTube and I was like, get this off. Get this off my yeah. screen.
1: It just pops up on my Hulu. I was like, all right, whatever. Time to scroll yeah. through Twitter.
0: Yeah, it's got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not horrible. Um, you know, two thirds of the audience liked it better than they hated it. So I guess that's something to say. I'm right. sure it's fine. It's got a lot um, of
1: heart, Justin.
0: Yeah. Troy, I want to end the podcast here with your favorite dog movie or favorite movie featuring a dog. I mean, Airbud classic. Classic. That was my first choice. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Another great dog movie. Yeah. Shiloh. Okay, Shiloh. Not bad. You're missing number one, the best dog movie of all time. Features two dogs and a cat, to be fair. Oh,
1: Homeward Bound. Let's go. Homeward Bound,
0: dude. The best dog movie. And I feel like all these movies that are, like, from the dog's perspective always try to, like, steal that premise. Yeah. Um, But no one did it like Homeward Bound. That's a classic. Dude, when is that
1: getting its reboot?
0: Give me that reboot. That's what I'm talking about. I need more uh, Homeward Bound I can't wait for this Space Jam 2 that I keep hearing about feature LeBron. So I Boom. can hate watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why aren't they rebooting exactly what I want? The Ghostbusters is for old people. I want I want the new yeah. shit, the 90s shit. Yeah. We'll get the, there, the, dude. The movies that you watch and you're like, oh, these were never that good. That's what I want rebooted.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, because the second, like me and you are, like, having kids and stuff, that's when, like, all of our movies are going to be getting rebooted. Right. And so we're just constantly going to be in the theater.
0: Yeah, Disney's there. They're rebooting all of their animated films. In fact, they're not even rebooting them. They're just remaking them. Like, yeah. I think the next movie they make, they should just keep the same audio and see if they can just CGI it up. Dude, <laughs> keep the same voice actors. Just that would be hilarious. <laughs>
1: But would they need to rework all those contracts?
0: I don't know. A lot of those people are probably pretty old, so they'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'll take a million dollars for no work, no problem." Yeah, and yeah. Disney's got it to spend. So
1: and if and just bring them in for like a day if they need to re-record anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have have them like do their lines over again if you need to.
1: Hey, Disney, we just saved you five billion dollars. Call yeah. us.
0: Yeah. You can spend that buying 20th Century. Uh, oh, no, wait. They already bought that. They could spend that buying Marvel. Oh, wait, they already bought that. Oh, they <laughs> could spend that buying Star Wars. already bought that. All right. So Comcast, maybe. Comcast is the next white whale. Then Disney oh will gosh. just own our souls.
1: <laughs> One more thing before we end this podcast okay. is we got a Terminate Cameron update.
0: Oh, alright. So I need to hear this.
1: Yeah, so currently according to Box or BoxOfficeMojo dot com. Sure. Um Avengers Endgame Worldwide is sitting right now Um at two billion four hundred and eighty nine million
0: six hundred and seventeen thousand. Whoa. Where does that put that? Is that passing Avatar or just under? Just under. Avatar
1: Avatar was like two six oh Oh, okay. So like this two weekend
0: six.
1: could be it. Possibly, I don't think so because they'd need to make another two hundred million.
0: But worldwide, I mean,
1: worldwide, yeah. I mean, um, it it only made sixty three million. Oh, okay. Worldwide, so it's, it's got. But I'm not, a little I'm bit not sure of, if that's worldwide know. or domestically. But still, it made another sixty eight million this weekend. And it still beat out Detective Pikachu, which I didn't think it would do.
0: Right, that was pretty impressive, actually. Troy, what do you think? Over or under a month till this becomes the number one grossed box office of all time? I think
1: I think it's going to need over a month. Okay, because I'll take the
0: under. Then I'm hungry
1: for it. All right. I mean, I think it will too. I think I think it. I want it to pass it. Obviously, yeah. But. it's going to be tough with with the rest of May's slate. I think Detective Pikachu is going to, it's, it's been getting a lot of love, a lot of praise online. So that's going to be picking up a little more speed. Um, and then you got Aladdin. That's going to, that's going to right. take a hit. John
0: Wick will do a little damage. Sure. Well, we'll see. I'm saying under a month. Troy's on the board with over a month. It's exciting, to say the least. I think there's no doubt that Mm -hmm. they will pass it eventually. I think there's just no shot.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. I think they have to. They will. They should. Yeah. But did you see Cameron? Because, like, whenever, like, a a movie breaks, like, a box office record and passes it, like, the director always, like, does a little, like, funny note, you know, letter, you know, congratulating them on their success, blah, blah, blah. James Cameron did it when Endgame passed Titanic oh so he already he already congratulated them right loved loved Jimmy you know yeah. and, and he didn't because he
0: I don't think he thinks it's going to pass Avatar wow cocky from James Cameron I love I him. know I know also, but it was like b- big ups to James Cameron for having two out of the top three movies of all time I mean, crazy yeah. yeah insane yeah fuck but- All right, Troy. Well, that is the podcast. That is all the news the internet had to give this week. Troy, thank you, as always, for being on the pod. Troy, why don't you shout out your other podcast and get some listeners here?
1: Yeah. um, My other podcast is hosted by me, sometimes Justin, sometimes Christian, and a rotating cast of characters. Um, It's the Troy to Go Variety Show. Each week, we kind of have a different topic or something that we're going to focus on, talk about. Um, you can catch it on all of the podcast services around the world. Uh, give it a listen, give it a like, greatly appreciate it.
0: Yeah. It's my favorite podcast besides this one, I would say.
1: Oh, Um, I appreciate that. And not just
0: because I was on the last episode. So (laughs) no, no more variety than the Troy to go variety show. So thank you, my friend, for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to subscribe wherever you're listening. Go ahead and share that with your best friend and let them share it with their best friend. And as always, thank you for listening.